continue and um, and leave STEM the STEM field and and their pursuit of a STEM degree altogether. But at the hundred or so historically black colleges in the United States, places like Dillard, the STEM pipeline isn't leaky. If I was a Martian looking at this, I would say, well, Harvard should be able to identify every one of these struggling students and encourage them and help them and tutor them and get them through. That doesn't happen. I think you kind of uh, hit on an important factor here, the difference between what HBCUs do and what these highly selective, often referred to as predominantly white institutions or PWIs do. And uh, one is you know, more geared toward creaming off the top and the other uh, one being much more developmental, meeting students where they're at and lifting them and developing them to achieve their potential. Meeting students where they're at. Mitchell Chang is talking about academic culture, about places that care. And at this, HBCUs seem to excel. While I was visiting Dillard's campus, Walter Kimbrough arranged for me to meet a group of students, eight or so of us, around a conference table. And this is all the students ended up talking about, what it felt like to be at Dillard. I could, get, I could call Dr. Kimbrough right now and say, hey, I'm doing this, can you help me? And he'll answer the phone. It's not straight to voicemail. So I think that's a really big high. My advisors are the best. They invested me. If I miss class, she will call me right after class is over to make sure I'm okay. One and two, why did I miss class? Because it's important to go to class. I feel appreciated. Like, I mean, I can name pretty much all the administration in this room. Or like, I could walk in there and I could see somebody I know for sure and just have a genuine connection, relationship. It's a true family, and I feel like I, as much as I pour in, they pour back. Another student talked about how if he'd gone to a big university, things happening back home might have gotten in the way. I probably um, wouldn't be in school anymore, unfortunately, um, because uh, my freshman year, um, I, I experienced a loss um, in my family, and it was very, very difficult. Um, and had it not been for um, the faculty um, and the other students here who cared about me, like some of the students here um, sitting next to me, I don't think that I would still be in school. Do students at other small schools feel this way? Of course they do. Students at Williams and Amherst and Swarthmore probably feel part of a family too. But historically, black colleges have managed to take that community feeling and translate it into a very effective academic culture. And they're doing it in a way where they're not getting the same talent pool. They're getting uh, students who are more likely to be first-generation students from lower-income families and who are uh, not as well-prepared to pursue a science degree. So uh, it's quite remarkable. A school helps its students succeed at the subject they came to college to pursue. It creates a culture geared to helping students reach their potential. And it does all that for a price that working families can afford on a charming campus in the middle of an amazing city. Doesn't that sound like the definition of an elite school? Some years ago, Walter Kimbrough heard that an editor from U.S. News was coming to speak at a nearby event. Well, I was like, clear the 